Hi, good afternoon for our first podcast. It's so very exciting. So good afternoon to everyone who to this we assume um you'll have to probably make a few allowances for us because this is our first podcast here at designer travel um so we are totally new to this and we we really will be trying to find our way as we go through the next 20 minutes with you and um, so this afternoon i'd really like to welcome jane marlow who is our well i'll actually let her introduce herself with her very long title in a moment and we've also got Darren BM with us. And again, he can introduce himself and give you his equally long and impressive title. So Jane and Darren both joined the business some nine months ago. Um, and they've both spent an awful lot of time in the travel industry beforehand. And in a few minutes, they'll tell you more about that. And since joining us, they've, they've been really filling their feet and making their own way in the world and finding and, and making, if you like, their own roles in designer travel. And what we thought we'd like to do with you this afternoon is to take you through a bit of their journey and to tell you how they felt by joining our business. Um, some of the highs, hopefully not too many lows, but we'll be as honest as we can with you. And the whole purpose really for doing this podcast is to introduce you to our secret world of designer travel, because we believe with recruitment that the right people for our business are a perfect fit and they know that by finding out more about the, how we work, our culture, how we do things differently, the way we look after our customers. And um, so we think we are a bit different, how we like to sort of think of ourselves. And we hope by doing a few of these podcasts, you'll be able to find out a bit more about our business. So before we go any further, can I introduce both of my guests for this afternoon? So let's start with Jane. Would you, Jane, just like to give us a bit of an overview of your background over the last few years in travel and a bit of an update really on where you are with designer travel. Absolutely. Good afternoon, Karen. Um, exciting to be on our first podcast. Um, so a little bit about me then. I've been in travel for, dare I say it, 40 years this <gasps> year. 40 years? <laughs> the ruby anniversary. If we'd have been married, that would have been a very long time. Oh, I know. I know. It makes me feel really old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, 34 years of those were um, with Going Places and um, Thomas Cook. Um, and for 27 of those years, I was a regional manager, um, right up until, um, sadly, the collapse, which I can't believe now is nearly two years ago since Thomas Cook collapsed. Blown oh, um, by, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has blown by. Um, but, you know, following that, um, I think it's helped reassess where I wanted to go in my career and uh, I moved then to travel counselling um, where I worked with Darren um, and actually Darren and I knew each other by face but because we worked in different parts of the country uh, didn't really know him that well but um, joined Darren um, and uh, we were both responsible for recruiting and mentoring the ex-Thomas Cook staff at that time that wanted to join um, following the collapse of Cooks. Right okay well, that's brilliant. That's a really good overview as to a sort of your your previous sort of career history and how how you sort of stumbled across us. And then, Darren, what about you? What was your background previous to joining us? So very, very similar to Jane's, to be honest. So I think the first thing that I'm going to shout out is I started off my career 15 years, three quarters years old um, back in Hog Robinson days as a little whitey. <laughs> so um, did the whole role there and um, then we come part of going places 
as a sales consultant. Um, 28 years I've had so far in the travel industry. So compared to Jane, I'm a baby. Um, <laughs> compared to a lot of people, I'm definitely not. Um, similarly, I run a lot of the stores for going places um, all around the Midlands, so across Birmingham, the Black Country, Coventry. Um, following the merger, when we became Thomas Cook. I looked after a lot of the larger stores for Thomas Cook. Took a lot of product roles with Thomas Cook in the head office, where obviously I'd look after things like tour operating, commercials, that kind of thing. Then eventually I become a regional manager, um, a very similar pattern to Jane. And we actually met each other properly, first of all, on a conference in Egypt. Um, got on like a house on fire. And then about seven days later, Thomas Cook collapsed. And strangely enough, we both joined travel councils again around the same time. In fact, I think we were a day apart, weren't we, Jane? You, we were. We were a day apart, yeah. You've really time. followed each other through, haven't you? This is all a very, very unusual career progression where you sort of... Promise other. you, we are not husband and wife. There's nothing going on like that at all. Um, but we... <laughs> but we did, um, again, I was the gay liaison officer um, at Travel Counselors, and primarily the role was to, I think it was to recruit, support, and look after guys that had lost their roles at Thomas Cook. Um, we had about 60 people that myself and Jane looked after. Um, we enjoyed it. It was a good role. However, you know, always nice time for a change. And that's how I find myself now loving my life of head of sales and business development at Designer Travel. Well, that's a very good overview. Thank you both so much. So I suppose it would probably help to context the whole conversation by sort of explaining where Designer Travel are up to, too, just in terms of how we came to recruit both of you. So We've been in growth pattern for about five years and we've been recruiting about 20 home workers per annum. Um, and because we're very much a customer service focused business, us, we've always been very keen on making sure we've got the level of support in place that we need for our home workers. It's really important. for. And so I seem to recall that I met both of you at a hotel in Stratford-upon-Avon back in October 2020. Um, so the middle of the pandemic, really, to talk to you about coming to join us. That's right. Yeah. And both of you made the decision that that would be a good thing for your career at that point. I think That's... when we say make the decision, I think we snapped your hand off because it was something <laughs> we were really looking at. Um, yeah. You know, and, and me and Jane, dur during the whole piece around COVID, we spoke to each other most days anyway. Uh, there'd been approaches from other places. But for me, I think I was so excited to get an approach from designer. You know, looking at everything about the business, I was just so chuffed because I think at the time others were cutting back due to COVID. So everywhere you looked, there was jobs being lost. Um, whereas for me, design and travel were actually one of the only ones that were looking forward. And again, it was all around supporting the associates. I loved the fact that everybody I spoke to talked about the great reputation. There's so many people talking about the values. And again, the big thing that stood out for me is the people at design and travel. So when you get sort of like friends recommending you and saying to you, you need to do anything you can to try and get yourself a role there. I think for me, that was a real no brainer, especially after speaking to yourself and Amanda, who we met in Manchester the week before. Right. OK. And what about yeah. you? Obviously, we, we yeah, met very, at the same time. So. We did. And I think for me, slightly different because um, designer travel is very familiar to me. Two reasons, really. One, because it's based in my hometown of Bury, or I'm literally a few minutes away from Ramsbottom, where our shop is. Um, but also I know um, quite a few people as well that worked for the business, um, including our head of operations, Nikki, who I've worked with for a long time back in um, Going Places and Thomas Cook. So I knew those people were really, really happy and loved working for designer. Um, I think following that meeting with yourself, Karen, and then obviously myself and Darren met with Amanda as well. 
for me, I walked away from that meeting with a real fire in my belly, a real yeah. buzz. Yeah. And I just I just thought, oh, my goodness, this is something I want to be part of. So Darren's right. I think we both walked away and spoke to each other after going, oh, I hope the offers are all, I hope the offers are all, because we were yeah. so excited. And so, so yeah. Well that's well that's great to hear. And I suppose if you if you go back to how we took you on, so when we originally recruited you, we took you on very much to look at the recruitment side and 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 to bring new faces into the business that were a perfect match. So had got the enthusiasm, had got that whole focus on customer service, and would very much fit into the culture of our business. And you, you've both been sort of developing in your roles over the last nine months and you both find yourself in very different roles. So maybe, Jane, let me start with you, because you started out with recruitment and operations as your as your role. And yeah. that's developed, hasn't it, over the last nine months? It really has developed. And I think, you know, um, you know, thank you to you and Amanda for both supporting us. I think it became very clear that whilst we were doing the same role initially it became clear that both Darren and I had very very different strengths um, and I think what was great was yourself and Amanda recognised that in us um, you know and I'm pleased to say now that you know my title now is which again is very long um, but it's, um, it's head of recruitment um, training and customer service um, which I am really really proud of because um, I think I really shone towards the recruitment side of things and supporting people in their journey um, in joining us um, along with some operational stuff where I'm sure Darren will fill you in that uh, his role has, has evolved into something else completely different but you've played to our strengths and you know uh, that's that I think has helped us uh, make us shine within the business. But- that's that's good to hear and I suppose when you take on any new recruit it's a process of it evolves over time as to what people enjoy what they're really good at um and and that's what's happened with both you and Darren we've been able to see what your strengths are and play to those which for us as a business is really important and Darren what, what about you? So I think for me one of the one of the best things that I can say to you is um I come to work every day now with a smile on my face which I've not always done in some of my previous roles so I'm really passionate about sales. I'm really passionate about product. I love seeing people get results. And I think for me, once I'd come into Roland, I spoke to Amanda first and she says, oh, I think there's a little bit of a niche here for you. Have a look at some of our social media stuff. And I've always, and Jane will tell you, I've always had a buzz from my past roles where I've put together offers and you know I've done things to try and generate sales for the business. And for me, when I started to do that, I got a little pat on the back from Amanda to say, I've always done this. Who are you stepping on my feet? Because you're doing it a little bit better than me, which is lovely. Um, She loves competition. In in a lovely way. But I think for me, it was, you know what? I started to see people getting bookings from the offers that we posted. And, you know, that was quite unique for me because in all the businesses I've been in, I've never seen that sort of thing done before. So that was a real, real buzz for me. I think the fact that I'm allowed to get out there and use my ideas, be creative, um it's it's almost like everything you do if it's something that's been tried before it's a real nice honest conversation of we've tried it before try it again it may not work but if it's something that hasn't it's that whole piece of being embraced and for me i think when you work for people that are dead passionate about not just their business but the roles they play in it like yourself and amanda you also get that bread into you so it's it's kind of contagious and i think for me that's where it's really working well so everything i'm touching at the moment i absolutely love love the fact that i can pick up to tour operators have conversations with people that I've seen many moons ago and reignite some natural friendships and relationships. It's fantastic. 
Okay, thank you both. Uh, and one of the things that I'm really interested to know is from the home workers that you've obviously taken on in, in the last nine months and looking at the type of home workers that, that currently work with us as business associates that we're very proud of, what, what's, what would appeal to a home worker from the outside in in terms of joining our business? What, what, what are your thoughts, Jane? What, what sort of home workers do you think we, would we be a fit for? Um, I think it's a difficult question, really, that, because I think Darren and I have probably spoke to quite a lot of um, different people, certainly over the, the first nine months of being with the business. And, you know, we've had all sorts from retail background, tour operators, even airline background, and, and actually even existing home workers that work in, in another business. But I think for me, what's important is that they've got that real passion for travel yeah. and for customer service and that they want to exceed and go beyond from a customer service point of view and I guess for me is you know support and making making them feel like they're part of a team and I think that that's really special from a home working perspective is that they feel part of something that's very very special and that's exactly what I believe is you know designer travel has got and it's a very very special business but equally it's got to be the right fit for them but in the same way in the same respect it's got to be the, they've got to be the right fit for our business too um yeah. but i think that's where we have you know a great conversation with them when they inquire with us and um, we're very open honest and transparent and we do upfront say to them look we'll tell you all about us but we do encourage you to go away and do your homework on other homeworking businesses because it's really it's a big step and you've got to find the right yeah. business for you and the right fit it's a huge step for anybody to take and that's that's a really that's a really honest insight into your experiences and how you've seen things over the last nine months so that makes that makes absolute sense to me darren what about from your perspective I think one of the biggest things that stands out for me is it is passionate it's people that have got that fire in their belly and that get up and go they want to make a real success of it and so far, everybody that I've seen that's within the business already, so forget, you know, new recruits, I'm talking about your existing people, that's exactly bred into them. It's a community. It's people that want to actually support each other. You know, it's probably one of the only homeworking businesses where people aren't competing with each other. They just want to share what they're doing well, embrace each other. So it does feel that family connection, which is really good. I think the other thing that stands out for me as well is with us, it's, it's the level of support they get from us. So if you come to us and you say, this is what I want to achieve, we'll happily sit down and build a business plan for someone with them, talk them through what their options are and get some feedback from them, what's working well. You know, if I look at Jane, Jane did one-to-ones with several people and it's consistent. And every single time you see the people smiling at the end of it, thinking, you know, I'm getting much better. This is what's working for me and I'm loving my role. And, you know, we don't always see that in other places. So I think in terms of homework as our own business, that I, I actually think they're a very lucky bunch to be with us. And I think we're lucky to have them as part of the team. Oh, I think we're totally agree. I think we've we've been we've been so fortunate in being able to find people that bring huge skills to our business. So in terms of when we looked at I think sometimes the amount of knowledge that we had as a as a combined team, we were talking about thousands of years. And when you put that into perspective, when you can actually say your team consists of thousands of years of travel experience, then you realise just how how broad our sort of recruitment net is and how we've got such a huge age range and levels of different experience and it makes for a very rich workplace somewhere yeah. I hope everybody once they join sort of gets a real 
benefit and a buzz from. Buzz is, is a good word. Um, so if you had to pick both of you a couple of words to describe how you felt about the business over the last nine months, if you were explaining it to someone that had got no idea who we were, no idea about designer travel or even the travel industry, if there were, say, three key words that you could use to sum us up, do you know what those words would be? I'm on the spot here, both of you. Ooh. I can give you one straight away, and I'm going to say unique. Um, there's lots of homeworking businesses out there. There's, there's, You know, every time I look at a trade press, there's a new company popping up. I genuinely don't believe there's anybody like us. There's, there's nobody where it's all around the people. It's not necessarily a profit and loss. I don't think there's anyone who sits there and tells their people, you know, it's your business. You sell what you want to sell and we'll help you along the way. We don't do the directional selling. We don't tell people what's this, what's that. We're just there to try and help people all along. And I think that plays out every time you speak to one of the home workers. You know, we have chit chat meetings where people can come and talk to us and they'll travel from all over the country just to spend an hour and a half with you and just to be part of that community. And for me, that that is definitely unique because I've not seen that over the places I've been. Okay. Well, what we'll do is we'll let you think about the other two words while um, while I ask Jane if she's got a couple as well to share. Jane, yeah. you had yeah. the question. Have you got three words? Um, do you want three words or a little bit of an explanation? Because I feel like I could I could just expand because yeah, well, I'm that yeah. passionate about it. Well, first and foremost, well, your passion gets carried away. I suppose what we think, like, yeah, it's a summing up. It's it's a couple of key words that really you think sum up the designer travel experience. So I would say first and foremost, I have to use the word special because this business is special. I've worked for a lot of large businesses in the past. This is the first small business I've worked for. I've never looked back. And it is something that I feel proud to be part of. So it's special because it puts their people first. And that, you know, I think like Sharon said, from a homeworking perspective, that's so, so key and important. But also the service and how the associates put their customers first and go above and beyond is immense. So special people and customers. That's what I would say. Perfect. Thank you, Jane. And Darren, I suppose I don't want to leave you left out because you've only had one word, even if it was a very long word. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any other, any other words that you would sort of particularly bring to mind? OK, so I'm going, to, I'm going to use the word adaptable. And the reason I'm going to say that is when people look at designer, or when I first did, I saw the word luxury and I thought, OK, perfect. Exactly what I want to work for. Luxury retailer, luxury agency. But talk about adaptable during COVID, the things that our guys have done to make sure that they're still here at the end of actual COVID is unbelievable. People have been selling staycations. People have put themselves through courses. We've run Facebook courses to help people develop their business. The moment we're doing business development pieces, it's, it's all things around getting people's mindset adaptable and whatever it is that they need for us to support them, we're there for them. But I also think the part of adaptable as well is when you've got home workers reaching out to each other and giving each other inspiration and ideas on what's working well for them. And it just, like I said earlier, it's contagious because that's exactly what our people are. They're fantastic and they just support each other so well. I would say support, but I think I've mentioned it so many times now that I think if I say <laughs> it again, you're going to give me uh, an abrupt ending to the call. Is that your buzzword of the day? The adept- yeah, the, the, the support. yeah, I think what you're trying to do is sell yourselves here. I, I get the support element, so I think it's an important one. I really do. Okay. All right. Well, thank you both. I think hopefully anybody listening into this podcast, and I assume we might get a few listeners from our, of our first attempt at this, um, will be quite interested to hear some of your feedback. And maybe in the next couple of podcasts to come, we'll, we'll explore things in a bit more depth about the business and moving forward.
afternoon. Really appreciate it. And hopefully I'll be speaking to you again on one of these very soon. Thank you both. Thank you. Thanks ever so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.